Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pray Different Podcast, brought to you by yours truly, that girl, and a bag of chips, where you get to see the raw and real ins and outs of a woman after Christ's heart. I'm Nicole Adela, or just Nicole, fearfully and wonderfully made in God's eyes. I just wanted to start us off with a quick, quick prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, and I thank you for waking us up this morning and granting us the grace to be able to walk in love and in faith, or even in pain, Lord Jesus, just understanding who you are and whose we are, being able to make it through the day so that we can fulfill the destiny that you have called upon us over our lives. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for today being so fruitful, for getting the opportunity to dwell in your presence um, and just be here again, Lord Jesus. I thank you for the word you're going to give um, so that other people can be edified as well. Holy Spirit, please speak through me um, and allow everything that you want to be said to be said. Um, Lord, I praise you and I thank you and I give you all adoration. For in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. So I want to start us off with a scripture this time. We're going to do Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Romans 10, 17. If you want to get your Bible, go ahead, grab your Bible. You can follow along. I'm going to do the amplified version um, just so we can really get the depth of this scripture. Okay. So Romans chapter 10, verse 17 reads, So faith comes from hearing what is told, and what is heard comes by the preaching of the message concerning Christ. And I just think that this is so important because we have two instructions here. Not only to listen, but to also speak in your turn of the experiences and testimonials of God's goodness. So we see that in the Bible. We see that all through the Bible from Genesis all the way to Revelation until our our time now. But we also see that in our personal life, um, how God has brought us through suffering, um, because there's always a good point in life, even if you feel like there's been so much suffering. um, It's very important to take a step back and look at the things God has done so that we can, you know, um, see his grace and his love and be able to lean on that and dwell on that in times of our suffering. So I just feel like it was so fitting because today I'm going to be talking about my testimony. And I just feel like it's so important to get to know um, how God has worked in my life so that you can understand why this podcast is so near and dear to me and why I just thank God for revealing to me to use my voice in order to reach other people. So I'm going to start all the way back in 1999. No, I'm playing. But yeah, so... I'm a 90s baby. I don't care what anybody says. Um, My brothers were born in the 80s, so they raised me in the 90s. I don't care what you got to say about it. I'm a 90s baby. They like, oh, you was born in 99. You really a 2000s baby. No disrespect to the 2000s baby, but I'm not. I'm not. We ain't gang. You feel me? Like, it's just 90s baby and the 2000s baby, and I just happened to be a 99 baby. Like, I was really like, thought of before 99 so it's like the idea of me has already been prophesied into the world before 99 so I'm a 90s baby like play play with a toy not me her 
Um, okay, so just talking about growing up. So God has been so good. He's been so faithful. Um, my dad had a business when I was younger. If anyone knows Quiznos, my dad um, was the owner of a Quiznos and my mom was in real estate. So I had the opportunity to see all the nice houses, um, live in a nice house, um, you know, not really trying to figure out um, what was coming next, where our next meal was coming from, if we were going to be able to keep a roof over our head because God was so faithful in our lives. And this is not to say that um, other people who were trying to figure out what's coming next, God was not faithful in your life because um, my testimony just is different in a way because God has brought you out of that. Um, and God is taking you to new places if you are still in that, but just lean on him and trust him, um, cause everything will work out for your good. Um, but yes, so, um, real estate, I got to see a lot of houses, which is where my love for houses came from. I love, love, love going to see new houses, the staging, the decorating, things of that nature. Um, it's just so beautiful to me. I love how creative it can be. And I love the different ideas that people get so that they can put it out into um, houses. But yes, so my mom was really, really deep in church. She had a very deep relationship with Christ from what I can see. Um, I can't speak for her. Um, she, when I was really young, was diagnosed with breast cancer. And then she was paralyzed from the waist down. Um, and with that, I was so young. I was um, between the ages of eight and nine. Um, I wasn't really understanding what was happening, just knowing that, you know, God was in control because that's all she would say. She would keep saying, God is in control. But I just made it my mission to really be a mini her, you know, like I really love bossing my brothers around. So that was fun, except for my oldest brother. I was a little scared. But um, yeah, that's my dog. So it's cool. Nah. But yeah, um, just... Having a woman so deep in faith, she used to do missionary work, so she would be traveling a lot. And I remember um, she went on a missionary trip, and I had went to live with my, or visit my cousins in Southern California. It was my dad's brother and his wife and his kids. And it was just so fun for me because um, I was able to have girls in the house because biologically I have two older brothers. It was so nice to have girls in the house and, um, you know, just, you know, have a playmate and things because my brothers are a decade and some change older than me. So, you know, it wasn't always, you feel me, but it was cool. And so um, I went to go visit them and then I came back um, to home in the Bay Area and I had found out my mom passed and I was in denial for a very long time um, until I was older. I was around the age of 13 which is when it really, really, really hit me. And I was like, hey, yo, like, wow, this is a, a, a change in life. Um, but with that, I was graced the opportunity to live in Southern California with my aunt and uncle and their kids. Um, and of course I said, yes, yes, because um, there are people my age, um, around my age, basically, there were girls, I just had the opportunity to, you know, be in a new place, which was really nice for me. Um, and my church life being in Southern California, I did go to church 
um, every Sunday. Our church was a little far, so it wasn't um, very feasible to continuously go like throughout the week for Bible studies and things of that nature. And this was pre-online, so it's like most of the stuff wasn't really recorded, you feel me, and put on YouTube. So it was kind of, it was different. Um, my church life wasn't as deep as um, it is now, but everything was orchestrated perfectly. Um, and so when I was 18, I went to Lincoln University in Missouri, and that was not my first choice. I wanted to go to Howard University so very bad, but the money just was not token. And not knowing it then, but the Holy Spirit had unctioned me to go to Lincoln University. And everything, like I said, is orchestrated for a purpose. Um, all things are working out together for my good. And um, I just thought, you know what? I might as well, you know, just go to Lincoln. I'm not going to have to pay for school. Everything is going to work out just fine. And so I was like... You know what, Auntie? I know I told you that I really want to go to Howard and that's where I'm going to go. But you know what? I might as well just go to Lincoln. You know, it's just, you know, the best option. And I was in the honors program. I got a full ride scholarship for all four years. I was going to study nursing. I had all this plan for my life. And um, God was good to see me through college. Um, but when I first went to college, I did not have an identity. Um, I was really just allowing myself to identify with wherever I was at. So um, my upbringing kind of had a role in that because when I was very young, of course, I was with my parents, but I didn't really have an understanding of how, you know, it was going to, I didn't really have an emotional intelligence that was developed enough for me to really understand what it could potentially do for my future. But when I moved with my aunt and uncle, I kind of felt um, a void um, because it was, I felt more detached than I did emotionally attached because I went from, you know, all the lovey-dovey um, hugging and laying in your bed, napping with you to um, being in my own room, not the physical touch type, but you know, God is still so good. <laughs> this is not to say that these are horrible people, you know, like not everyone likes physical touch, but I did. I was like, nah, let me, let me be right next to you. I need to be in your skin. Um, but everything was ordered perfectly. God had everything, um, down packed for me. Um, so yeah, so I didn't really have an identity for myself. It was really where I was at, what my situation was, was what, who I was. So if I was at work, you know, I was that, you know, the nice girl, who da, 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 da. but if I was with my homegirls, you know, it was different. If I was with the guys, it was different. If I was with the guy, it was different, you know? So through college, um, I fell into a lot of sin. Um, I fell into drinking, smoking, partying, which, um, Partying was a personal conviction. It's not necessarily a sin, but um, I was doing a lot of things that didn't glorify God, that more so glorified the world. So um, I was very stuck in the constant loop of sin and constant, um, consistent toxic cycles, which was not good for me at all. But I wasn't realizing it. It was driving me into depression. 
It was driving me into suicidal thoughts. It was driving me into debt. It was driving me into extreme alcoholism um, to the point where if I woke up, it just was a means to drink. Like it, I literally just wanted to drink to relieve the stress, relieve the pain. Um, but also because I just wanted to have a good time because I felt like if I wasn't in under some type of influence, I wasn't going to have a good time. So um, that's where smoking had started coming. But then I started to realize every time I smoked, I would be irrationally angry and paranoid. Um, and it wasn't like that in the beginning. I was cool. You know, I was smoking for like two years. And then um, and when I say smoking, I'm talking about marijuana. I ain't talking about the hard but, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, it was good at first. Um, well, it wasn't good. It was the center of my life, really. Um, I wrote a schedule out when I should, when I shouldn't, um, what would determine, can I, like, you know, things like that. And it was really consuming. It was consuming my finances. It was consuming my mental health. Um, cause I didn't feel hundred percent okay if I didn't. And then once I realized it was making me paranoid and angry, I put it down. I was like, no, I just can't be this person anymore. I'm not doing it. Even the people I was around who I used to do it, they're like, dang, just like that. You don't smoke no more. Dang. But from smoking turned to drinking and I started to drink because the sun was out. I was drinking because I woke up. I was drinking because I saw a liquor store. I was drinking because I can breathe out my left nostril. Like it was just, it was fun in the moment because I was in the world. But now like having the knowledge, wisdom, and the Holy Spirit that I'm now filled with, it makes me look back and just realize that's not where I wanted to be. That's not where I needed to be. Um, But it was definitely it was definitely necessary for where I am now, um, because uh, I believe it's Psalms. Hold on, let me get it specific. Yep, Psalm thirty-seven twenty-three says, "The steps of a good and righteous man are directed and established by the Lord, and He delights in His way and blesses His path." That was Amplified Version, and so everything is orchestrated in a way that is going to bring you to the calling God has for you. And I wasn't knowing that now because I wasn't Holy Spirit um, filled. But now looking back in hindsight, realizing that um, it was all so important to be where I am now. Um, I was falling in love with the wrong things. I was falling in love with the wrong people. And not necessarily falling in love, but falling in lust. Um because I don't, I can't necessarily say I was, I ever 100% fell in love with anybody. Um, I would emptily say I love you, but it was never um, actually love. It was mostly lust um, that was speaking for me or what people can do for me. Um, and I'm talking about in the romantic way, because when it came to like my friends, my sisters, it wasn't what they can do for me. It was just, you know, the presence, the atmosphere, which was really good. Um, but yeah, when it came to relationships, it was mostly like, what can you do for me? You know, and if you could do for me, I love you too. You know, it was just not a place of real love. It was constant toxic, toxic cycles, but I'm understanding that it didn't work out with them because of what God has for me. 
Um, and I just keep my mind stayed on um, things of the future, the good things of the future, because Romans 8.28 states that all um, things work together for the good of those who love him. Um, so knowing that even through my pain and my suffering, God has something great for me. And the greater the suffering, the greater the blessing. So I'm staying strong in that scripture. Um, and that was a scripture that really took me through my mom passing. That took me um, up until college. Because college, I really lost myself, I feel like. Um, I was studying for nursing. And then I lost all motivation. Um, I was doing so good at first. My first couple years was straight A's, <laughs> except for I had one little I, I really felt like he just didn't like me because, I mean, granted, I did have an 89, which is a B, but you know you could have rounded it up. Like, come on now. But, yeah. Um, so I was doing really good. Then I got into my nursing classes, and it was just totally different from not only from high school, but from the curriculum I was studying the prior years at um, university. So it was kind of, you know, like a slap in the face. I did not have any free time. And I'm a social butterfly. If you know me, I like to talk to people. I like to hang out with people. I like to kiki, crack jokes. So it's like, now I can't do none of that. I got to go to class for four hours with a five minute break in the middle and then go study because half the stuff you taught me was just a repetitive loop of one paragraph. Like it was just so much. And then I also wanted to accomplish all the goals I set for myself, um, getting a car, getting a job, having my own money, not asking, you know, my aunt, can you put a little something in my bank account so I can eat for tonight? You know, I could go out with the girls, you know, stuff like that. So it was just so hard for me to grasp and I eventually switched my major my junior year <laughs> from nursing to wellness with an emphasis in health promotion. And from there, um, I spent an extra year. So I was there for five years, which is not bad. You take five years, six years, seven years, just get the degree. That's all that matters. Get the education. Um, it's not the, the length because everyone, you know, has their journey. Um, but yeah. So I had eventually graduated in May and I had taken pictures and things of that nature. And I looked at myself and I did not recognize myself. Um, and I refused to post any of my pictures anywhere. I was so ashamed of my physique. I was so ashamed of who I had become. I just did not really see who I used to be. Like, I was such a bubbly person. I was such a, a loving person. I was such a caring person. I was such a driven person. And then when I was looking at the picture, I was like, well, you made it. But it was like, you crash and burn. Like, you done did all the stuff you did. And um, I was condemning myself, um, not realizing what God had in store for me. I keep bringing that up because God is just so good. He's so faithful. And he definitely restores and redeems his children he is calling you. He just wants you to pick up the call. But he's just so good. So when I graduated, I was just wondering, like, what am I doing next? I don't have a job lined up. I don't have an apartment lined up. But I was just thinking my last year, I lived by myself. I had my own space. I had my own rules. I had my own. 
I, I was I didn't have to regard anyone like it was my own space so it's like if I go back home I'm not gonna have that but also if I don't go home am I gonna be able to make ends meet so it was the constant battle because it's like you don't even have a career you just graduated with a bachelor's of science in wellness but like what you gonna do with it you know so um it's just like look it's gonna happen how it happened so I'm like let me just apply for jobs on Indeed. Hopefully something that's lined up with nursing because I definitely still want to do nursing. But like something that doesn't require, you know, a BSN or, you know, things of that nature. I still want to work in human medicine. Um, and so after searching and searching, I was like, you know what, girl, just work in medicine, period. Like you're just trying to find human medicine. So I ended up... Um, applying for a veterinary medicine job um and that was really like you know what just get a job get in there go and so I got an interview and the Holy Spirit had just orchestrated everything so perfectly that I was able to allow him to speak for me not knowing that he was um and I had got the job um I started working there I was very driven very determined um regardless of what I was doing, knowing that that's not what I wanted to do long term. But um, just, you know, um, being thankful for having a job. And then I have some lovely people in my corner. And my stepmom was looking for jobs for me as well. And she found, um, one of her friends had told her about becoming a doula and how I could be certified for free for free, that never happens, bro. Like, you usually have to pay for certification, but God was so good. He gave me the opportunity to um, become a doula for free. So I had got my certification. I had started working as a doula and in veterinary medicine. Um, and I was still living in the world. I was still conformed to the ways of the world. I was still drinking. I was still partying. I was still, you know, trying to, you know, find my next groove. But I was also trying to abstain from impure things, not realizing that drinking has led me to not be sober-minded and making me do things that I didn't want to do. So I was like, okay, I'm abstaining from fornication. I'm abstaining from you know, um, smoking, which was easy for me, you know, I was just trying to do the the good things, you know, trying to do the things that were easy, like, okay, I've been stopped smoking, but I'm really gonna stop smoking now, like, girl, you wasn't smoking before, I was really trying to just give myself um, the benefit of the doubt, but um, I shouldn't have done that, <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, I just really was searching for something in the world that I could not find. Um, and then the Holy Spirit had arrested me. And he's so good for that. And I just really praise him and give him all adoration because he really flipped the script for me. Um, and I remember experiencing, experiencing some deep conviction. And um, from there, I realized I didn't want to be the same way. Um, I wanted to come out of it changed. Um, and the day 
God actually arrested me was later on in 2022, which I will describe in the next episode. You thought I was going to say everything in this episode? No, I know you was getting in real close. You was getting in real close, huh? Nah. Um, but yes, <laughs> the next episode, I'm going to continue on a part two. I don't want to bore you with the entire thing and miss a word that God has for you. So I'm just going to end us out in prayer. I know that ended so abrupt. You're shook, huh? Well, I love you. <laughs> All right. Holy Spirit, I thank you. I thank you for the opportunity to share my testimony. I thank you for the opportunity to um, be a vessel, Lord Jesus, to allow other people to understand that you are here to help us change and not to be a rule book for us to follow a religion that we have to follow, but a relationship that we have to build. And Lord, I just give you all the adoration and all the glory for everything that you have done, are doing, and will do. Lord, I love you. For in Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. <laughs> that was so good. Again, this is your girl, Nicole Adela, or just Nicole, fearfully and wonderfully made in God's eyes. Period. All right, y'all. Till next time. Love you.